0: Hi there, and welcome to Creating Harmony Every Day. My name's Kerry Spina, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you here, supporting you in your parenting and educating the next generation to be the resilient, kind, and connected generation. Today's episode is on playful esteem. And there's so much research on how important play is. We've got some amazing advocates all over the world. Teacher Tom, Maggie Dent, all sharing and spreading the message of how important play is in our education systems and in our home life. And Diana Lumens wrote a beautiful, beautiful passage in her book, 100 Ways to Build Self-Esteem and Teach Values, and she calls it playful esteem. And I really love her message in this book. I actually really love the whole book and can highly recommend it for parents and educators. Play keeps us vital and alive. It gives us an enthusiasm for life that is irreplaceable. Without it, life just doesn't taste good. Lucia Cappuccioni. So children learn and grow through play. We know this. We see them playing and they build their imaginations, but they start playing with one thing and then it builds and scaffolds and leads into other things. And with play, we can be child-led. We can follow their imagination and their lifelong love of learning and seeking and being the little scientist and discovering what they want to discover about themselves and the world. Developing a love of lifelong learning starts with teaching and guiding through play. As parents and educators, we have the power to positively influence a child's willingness to learn, life skills and all those things that they need to learn to become a conscious, contributing and caring adult. So um, things that they things that happen in this time when they're learning these skills is they have to try new things, they have to struggle and persist in their learning and that it becomes a, can become a structured teaching learning environment. Whereas through play the children can learn through musical spontaneous musical um, guidance they can learn through flexible and guiding transitions. They can learn social skills and emotional skills by being able to just be in the moment while they're exploring themselves and others. And we are there to help them with their well being through that play. So, learning is fun, and learning can be fun when play is with it. With play, we get to lighten our load of responsibility to make more space for fun. A prominent psychologist was once asked if he had any advice that might help families get closer. He replied, laugh 15 times a day. The family that plays together, stays together. The following, thing I want to share with you is the playful Bill of Rights that was written um, for the child in all of us. You now have the right to let your hair down and let your inner kid out to play whenever you want as well. And here they are, the playful Bill of Rights. All children deserve one, the right to move freely and expressively. And this is what we do so beautifully at Kids in Harmony in our program. We we understand the child's brain and development. We know they're wired to move and explore and express. We know they don't know their little feelings. They're learning them and they're free to express them. Their, Their emotional well-being is safe with us. So number one, the right to move freely and expressively. The right to be safe with loving touch. And this is really beautiful because we can guide our children with touch. We can support them through touch. We can hold their little shoulder. We can come down and hold their hand. We can ask them if they want a hug. We can stroke their hair. Um, They have this right to have physical safety and feel safe in our care and that's number two the right to safe and loving touch number three the right to positive mentors and teachers and when we look at positive as a word we think of connection connected committed um, loving mentors and teachers And that's what we do at Kids in Harmony. We want to be that safe place for children to fall. And we want to be that guide that that can see that they're capable of being themselves and reaching for their their little goals and learning learning what they want to learn and need to learn. And number four, the right to free time for daydreaming and play. And you hear often with um, parents and educators, children starting really young saying they're bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. And it's such a seizeable, um, teachable moment because it's something to celebrate boredom. It's better than anxiety or stress. It's just that the child, um, is a, it's okay for a child to feel bored, it's an emotion. They're well and truly um, able to have that feeling and express it and to say it out loud and then if it's limiting and not supporting them you can guide them into enjoying their free moments enjoying doing nothing enjoying laying and and being able to daydream and play and see where that takes them and number five the right to be creative and artistic and Creativity is so beautiful and has so many elements and when I think of creativity and being artistic, it's not all about finger paint and um, drawing and glue guns and stick glue. It's also about helping them to problem solve and that's what play does. They become creative little problem solvers when they're out in the sandpit and the the, the rocks won't stack. they're trying to make their their sandpit tower, and it keeps falling over. And they have to find creative ways to keep the sand tower up, or call a friend over. This social interaction and collaboration and cooperation that happens in play, and um, thinking of creativity as uh, uh, problem solving strength as well and then of course that right to be creative and artistic to be themselves and to to build trains stations and cities and be artistic in their thinking and number six the right to full expression of feelings which I touched on earlier about being expressive and children are not born knowing their body parts they're not just like they're not born knowing their emotions and when they're feeling their emotions they actually don't know how to name them sometimes depending on their age and as adults we can be uncomfortable with their big feelings especially if it's anger because it can feel like a child is powering over us and there enters a bit of a power struggle um, where someone needs to win or You don't want to feel like your child or a child has control over you. And this is really, really important um, to power with children and very big. uh, One of the guiding principles in my choice guidance um, approach is power with having learning how to have a, a healthy balance of power with people and Going back to number six, the right to fully express feelings, being able to have these verbal skills to help a child be comfortable with their feelings, let them feel them in their body and learn what they are in their body, name them for them, and just being able to express them and not shut them down and stuff them down. Because as adults, we know what that's done for us and it has not helped us in our life when we've had to stuff down feelings and build that resentment and those disconnected relationships that come when we can't fully express our feelings and how we feel. And then number seven, the right to loud, uncontrollable laughter. And I smile really hard because I think of my mum when I think of this, have a sip of coffee actually it's hot chocolate and um then when we think of loud uncontrollable laughter obviously it's not forced laughter it's this joy and inner bursting of happiness that comes from our belly and our voice and our body and it's this freedom to be fully expressive and happy and all the wonderful things laughter brings and and with laughter that sort of uncontrollable laughter is often shared so it's a shared experience which adds to the science of happiness that um, sustaining our happiness is a shared experience so the right to loud uncontrollable laughter and think of the people in your life and the times in your life where you've had this and, and conjure up those memories of what it means. And I know with my mum, we get in uncontrollable laughter and sometimes in the most inappropriate times. And it's really, really difficult to stop. And it's it, it's something I love about us as, a, as, a, as a, a couple, my mum and I, as a pair, as a mother and daughter. And I also think of... Um, the children at Kids at Harmony, they come out with some really funny things and we get these little bursts of laughter and it's just wonderful for the soul. And that, you know, that to have number seven, the right to that uncontrollable laughter in the playful Bill of Rights is just bliss. Um, number eight, the right to be outrageously imaginative. So children, have crazy imaginations and sometimes we can borderline, they're lying or they're this or they're that. And we have the right to have an outrageous imagination. I know in my program and in business I've had some crazy ideas some I've put into practice, some I've put out there in the world and they've been highly successful and wonderful Kids in Harmony is one of those things creating a program that implements relaxation almost 20 years ago was an outrageous imagination at first and then put into into the real everyday life into a into a well-being program and our children have the right, and so do we as adults, to have an outrageous imagination. And it really brings joy to just listening to their stories. And um, I'll, I'll share one going back when my son was around eight. He had this imagination. He lived in Brisbane in a five-storey home, and he was the chief executive whatever officer of some big company and he had this and he had all his school friends lived with him and it was a really beautiful fun adventure he went on and and we went along with him another thing is they that a child can pretend to be an animal for a while they can be a dog for a few months they can be they might want to lick the bowl and eat their food from like a puppy does, and all this wonderful, playful, outrageous imagination that leads to them wanting to act it out in real life, and that takes a lot of courage as a parent because it can feel really um, confronting. And and it's I'm smiling hard because I have so many memories of this, and I see. Lots of parents going through it and it's beautiful to watch their acceptance and flow and going with their child's imagination and number nine the right to be appreciated and fully enjoyed and to feel loved and to feel valued and one of the most important and vital things to human is to feel deeply appreciated to know that who you are matters and as a playful bill of right to feel to feel wholly and solely appreciated you give the gift of a child to be them to be themselves fully to be able to express themselves fully they know that their physical mental emotional safety and well-being is safe in your hands, in your soul, and it's really beautiful. And there's some lovely ways to do this. Uh, at Kids in Harmony, we strength spot, we look for the what's strong more than what's wrong. We say thank, uh, give a meaningful thank you, thank you for helping me, and really bringing gratitude and thankfulness and appreciation to a whole new level through the way we acknowledge children and praise children and their little eyes light up and they get to learn about their inner qualities that exist within them that make them who they are and that who and that those inequalities contribute to other people's joy and happiness as well. So the playful Bill of Rights, I'll read them out. Number one, the right to move freely and expressively. Number two, the right to safe, loving touch. Number three, the right to positive mentors and teachers. Number four, the right to free time for daydreaming and play. Number five, the right to be creative and artistic. Number six, the right to to full expression of feelings. Number seven, the right to loud, uncontrollable laughter. Number eight, the right to be outrageously imaginative. Number nine, the right to be appreciated and fully enjoyed. And at Kids in Harmony, in our wellbeing program and on this podcast, we believe all our adults deserve this too. The playful Bill of Rights are found in the book, 100 Ways to Build Self-Esteem and Teach Values, Diana Lumens with Julia Lumens. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I hope you look up Diana Lumen; She has beautiful work, an amazing author, and I I think she's uh, a pioneer in, in the well-being education world for children. And have a wonderful day. Enjoy your play. Until next time, signing off for now, Kerry.